Welcome to the Out What Now podcast. I'm your host, Megs Pulvermacher, and each week I'll be bringing you stories, interviews, and insightful conversations with queer folks, much like yourself, about how they've navigated the ups and downs of their coming out journeys so you can do the same while learning to love yourself more fully and live more boldly and authentically. Wherever you are in your coming out journey, know that you're right where you're supposed to be, you're loved, and we're so excited to be on the journey with you. What is happening, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Out What Now podcast. Super pumped to be hanging with you for yet another day in our chosen family series. And speaking of chosen family, we are bringing back a member of the Out What Now podcast chosen family. The one and only Kiki Latham is returning to the show yet again today. If you didn't catch the initial episode we did with Kiki, it was absolutely fantastic. One of the fan favorites for sure. One of our most downloaded episodes ever. And it was in season three where he shares a lot of the details of his story and all of the things he has worked through and overcome in his coming out journey and how he has grown, which makes this episode particularly cool because it's been six months since we've recorded that episode and all of the ways that he has continued to grow and evolve and learn more about himself and what it really means to be Kiki, which I think is a journey that we are all on as members of the queer community and folks who are on this journey. We're always growing and evolving and changing and learning more about ourselves. And if we're not in a space of doing that, we're probably just kind of chilling around and not really getting any closer to where it is we want to be. So I think Kiki is a beautiful example of that. And it's really, really cool to see how far he's come in to coming into who he really is um, and what that means today. Could be different tomorrow, could be different next month, could be different next year, probably will be. And that is the beautiful thing about this experience. So I think you're really going to enjoy hearing the update or getting to know him if this is the first time you have heard him speak or his story. And again, if you haven't heard the episode we did in season three, check it out. There'll be a link in the show notes to get back there and access it. It is a great episode. And that is all I have for you on the front end here. So without further Without further ado, I will kick you over to our conversation. All right, everybody, we're here with the one and only, your fave, one of the all-stars of the Out What Now podcast. Kiki Latham. Welcome back to the show, my friend. What's it's good going to on? Be here. It's good to be here chilling like a villain, you know what I'm saying? All day. I do know what you're saying. I can see it and feel it and hear it. <laughs> so good. I'm so pumped for people to uh, get the update because it has been a minute. It doesn't seem like that long, maybe like six months right? Um, since you've been on the show, but much to update us on. Um <laughs> 
And so for folks who maybe aren't caught up, of course, uh, like I mentioned in the intro, you can go back and listen to the episode that Kiki and I did in season three. It is epic. You will cry. You will love it. You will laugh. <laughs> all of the things you can eat while you listen to it, all this, all that stuff. Um, but give the folks a little intro into who you are, pronouns, identities, all that good stuff. So I am Kiki Joy Latham. Um, I'm excited. I'm actually going to get my name officially changed to Kiki um, next year. So I'll be posting updates on that. Um, but yes, I, I was using he or him pronouns. Um, I have decided to be gender fluid. So I'm rocking all the pronouns now. Um, <laughs> and um, I'm predominantly masculine, which is, you know, but I cater to usually in the way I carry myself. But yes, I have fully opened my mind to all the possibilities. <laughs> Beautiful. I love that. I love that. Um, yes. So many layers to you, my super cool human friend. Yes. So many layers. I love that. <laughs> and it, it's always changing. I mean, you really are one of the, the most fluid people I know. And it's all like really unfolded in the past. What's it been now? Like two ish years or so. Yes, it really has. And like I said, you know, my, my podcast, just when you think you're done, something else pops up. So it's definitely been wild, mm -hmm. really wild for me. <laughs> yeah. This shit is never done. No. What. Um, just off the top of your head, when do you think is the most recent time that you came out? Oh my gosh. I'm gonna go with, um, a few days ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, real talk y'all. Like I was totally, um, and this is super, super short, but when I first dressed masculine, I felt like I arrived. I felt like I was sexy. I was handsome. I had made it. You know, people want to date me because I was feeling myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I have realized in just this past, um, yeah, since my podcast, uh, in, in just this last month, that there is a softer side to Kiki. And so um, I am on this big journey now to embrace that that film side of me as well. So I, that's why I say I feel like I came out again because I had made a choice to bury that side of me, um, but they're starting to peek out. And so I'm going to embrace that, let it flow and see where it goes from there. Ooh. Yeah. I love that. And is this, um, where have in your life, would you say that you've kind of come out about that? Is that kind of like a, coming out to out to yourself and into yourself or to other people or how's that going um absolutely um basically coming out to myself um you know when 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 the world tries to deny you your sexuality or who you are um eventually you start to believe that you start to believe what society is telling you and so i let society tell me um that there was no womanly parts to me that I could not be female that i could not be um that part of me. And so when the masculine came in, it took full effect. But I, I realized that in order for myself to be whole, that I have to look at all aspects of Kiki so that I can be the best version of me. And that's why this part of my journey has begun. Oh, yes. Ooh, I love that. That's so real, though, isn't it? Like when we've been like a lot of your life and your story has operated in extremes, right? Like, right. Um, from religion to how things have been with your family to coming out and uh, like figuring out, okay, 
I'm definitely into women. Okay. I'm non-binary in it like kind of swings and it feels really good when you kind of start to settle in the middle, doesn't it? Yes. And it, it's, it's so funny guys. Like I, 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 I realized for a moment there for a brief moment, I was struggling with, um, with my love for women. I was, I was, I felt myself creeping back just a little bit into that old religion shit. Mm-hmm. And when I realized that I needed to embrace that softer side of me, it was like, I, I healed even more and my love for women went beyond what I thought I knew, <laughs> which I'm not complaining about that. Um, but it can be scary to embrace something that the world rejected you for. And um, mm-hmm. that's the journey I'm on now. Hey, hey, yes, it can. My goodness. If you were to kind of sum up the story of you, the things, maybe turning points, things you've learned, um, key pieces and experiences that make you you, what would those things be that have brought us to today, Kiki? Oh man, for sure. Definitely key points. Um, never stop growing. Like there's, there's, there's a person inside of you that starts developing at an early age. And sometimes people like parentals or people who don't understand you will try and stop that growth. And then you might just say, I need to stop that growth and do it, but don't. Um, I can honestly say I did not feel like an adult, like an, when, when I say adult, society's version of adult, like the thinking, right, um, until uh, my early 30s, um, because I was stunted in my childlikeness because of my past. So um, if you feel that, if you feel like you're being hindered some way, look inside yourself and say, what's stopping me from flourishing into the fuel, full human being I can be? Um, so that definitely stuck to heart. Um, and love who you want to love. And I, I know that's cheesy, but when I loved who I wanted to love, and I made that decision to love women, to have sex with women, <laughs> um, <laughs> I blossomed. I I became even more alive and even more powerful than I thought I could be in life. I, I always felt small and diminished. Um, and when I embraced that queer side, when I embraced that love for women, when I embraced me, right? So we're coming mm-hmm. back to you, um, I, was set free and that has not stopped um and so that's another key love who you want to love and if there's people around you try to judge you or tell you that's wrong cut them out like real fast (laughs) because you'll be surprised how much those words can kill you on the inside Mm -hmm. um another key is live where you want to live um (laughs) i have recently moved i'm in more of the city area now i love it very queer friendly um i feel more accepted and loved for who i am and i had a fear of that because i had grew up in like the burbs most of my life so um i finally was brave enough to move closer and i found a happiness and joy i didn't know i could have um so that's another key and then finally um you're you're outside be who you want to be I used to have a dress, as you can see, that's gone. Um, I dress how I want to dress. I literally look at my closet and say, how am I feeling today? And I do it. Um, that's going to build up your personality. That's going to make you love yourself more. That's going to make you attractive. And I don't mean always sexually. You're going to attract friends. You're going to attract people who are like, who is this person? How do I get to know them? It's going to open up opportunities for you. Um, so love you, embrace you, be you. Yeah. And, um, gosh, that's a, uh, I don't know, the combination of both of those answers are just so good because the queer experience is so incredibly layered, right? Because you got gender, you got sexuality, you got, uh, your expression and how you dress and what 
clothes you wear, what your hair looks like, how you talk, like all of these different things that go into creating a human. And I think you're a really beautiful example. I mean, look at you, you're beautiful, but a beautiful example (laughs) of how to like, it's kind of like unlocking all of these little levels and embracing to the max, whatever level it is that you're at, but yet being open to the next one. I I noticed guys, and and I'm grateful to um, my girlfriend for looking at me and not what I can do, right? Um, I noticed, guys, that my life, not only was my growth stunted, but I became a performer. And I, I used to think that performance was just to gain friendship. But um, even when I finally started dating, I felt like, and I'm, I've talked to my, my homie about this, but I felt like I had to spend all this money, do all this stuff, pull out all these stops, right? Because I have to make sure I'm the Casanova, right? <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and my girlfriend Lydia looks at me and she's like, you know, I'd love you if you didn't do any of this, right? And it really brought me back to the fact, I'm like, wow, I'm still performing. Um, even in my in my queer freedom, even in my choice to love who I want to love, there was still that small part of me that's still stuck in that past where I have to perform, where I have to do this and that. Um, and so that's been an awakening for me too. Now I'm like, okay, love me, look at me beyond the performance, beyond what I could spend, purchase, whatever, and know that I'm still enough, know that I'm still valuable. And that's been such an awakening for me. Yeah, 100%. Ooh, good stuff, man. You're always making my hairs grow. <laughs> I like it. Um, <laughs> it's these goosebumps, people. It really does it for me. Um, so we're moving into, we're not moving into, I keep saying that, even though it's, we're dead ass in the middle of December. We're not moving into anything. We are here. We're in December. Um, what is, what are some things that come up for you around this time of year? I've seen the, the decked out Christmas stuff on your Instagram story. Uh, Miko's got his little boots and all that stuff. Um, but what kind of things mindset wise, things that, um, maybe inspire you might be stressful, what, where your mind is, what's going on for you this time of year? Oh man, real talk. December is the hardest for me. Um, I would say the end of the November into December, cause I miss my family. Um, mm-hmm. when I made a choice to be queer, I also made a choice to lose my blood family and you don't stop loving them you don't stop thinking about them you don't stop wondering and um christmas and thanksgiving were big things in our homes in my mom's household so to not have that um there's this ache in me it's not as bad as it used to be i would say it's a dull ache now um but as it gets closer to that big day (laughs) i'm like (laughs) "Ah!" (laughs) so um it is it is it can be saddening. I don't let it to depress me though, because I don't want to go there. You know, yeah. it's healthy to process emotion. But also, all the Christmas things. <laughs> as Meg said, um, I love having my tree up. I've got my Christmas plates out. I make Christmas cookies. I've had hot cider and eggnog, and I want to do all the parties and all the things. And um, it's my, despite the pain it brings, it's Christmas is my most favorite holiday, December period. I mean, how can you not get a whole whole mint mocha from Caribou? That's what I'm saying. I mean, uh, honestly, sometimes I still go for the mint condition just because they must use it. Di- I think they use a different kind of mint, but the, the theory is the same, you know? <laughs> uh, it's hard. You know, like, um, 
it's just me and my little Miko here. And sometimes I, I do struggle. And I, cause I want all the family. I want all the things that I see people, other people have. But I have a chosen family, and that gets me by. Mm-hmm. Chosen family, baby. <laughs> That's the ticket. Even, uh, you know, in chosen family gives you a little bit of uh, flexibility in creating new traditions and um, celebrating stuff in, in different ways or kind of tapping into some of the traditions in a way more queer way, yeah. um, which is super fun. So, yes, I had never gotta... heard of white elephant until I met my chosen family. I love white elephants. So <laughs> it is super fun. I love, <laughs> I love stealing. And yes. Oh, yes. I have the best gifts this year, y'all. They let me know they're not ready for me. Are you going to tell us what it is? <laughs> no. Okay. They might listen to it and then they're going to try and steal it. <laughs> oh, so smart. So smart. Everybody follow uh, Kiki on Instagram. Free to be Kiki and maybe you'll see it on his story. Maybe. Maybe, maybe. Um, all right. So a lot of things have happened for you in 2021. You've, uh, gosh, uh, come out to many different versions of yourself. You've uh, had love you've had breakups you've had uh new friends been on some podcasts led a bunch of uh community events you got surgery like did all of this stuff but what would you say and you kind of mentioned some key points earlier but what is your biggest takeaway from 2021 and advice for folks going into 2022 oh my god Ooh. Life was wacky this year. I never thought I'd be in court and, and everything else makes sense. This, this yeah. was, yeah. I Man, I it was one like, thing after another this year. <laughs> just when I felt like I had found this piece coming out, 2021 just was just like bang, bang, bang. Mm -hmm. um, there was times of devastation. There was times I wailed, y'all, like literally crying. But there was times I celebrated. There was joy and there was happiness. And um, I had to move a couple of times. And I've never been through such a hard year on me personally, um, financially, mentally, it, it, it almost broke me. Um, but what I learned is when you have the right people around you to support you through it, it can make all the difference. And makes was one of those people. And I, I'm so grateful that when I went through one of the worst years of my life and that's beyond childhood, I had someone like Megs in my life. And um, so make sure that you get the right people on you. I can't stress how important that is. I literally was in my stories bawling about some things, guys. Like I went through so much pain, but my friends, my loving, kind, sweet, patient friends stuck with me. And that built me up and made me stronger. Um, so what I would say is get your friend circle strong. Um, find a great park or waterway to walk by that kept me too. Mm -hmm. um, and then really dive into the things you love when for me that's making music playlists one of the big key things when I'm going through something. Um, so find that right music that just grooves you and moves you if you can get a pet you will be surprised how wonderful they are when you're going through something. <laughs> <laughs> um, and don't give up. And it's, it's, that sounds so cheesy because I used to hate when people said that to me. I'm like, you don't know what the freak I'm going through. You don't mm -hmm. know what this year, my year, y'all. Woo! I, I wish I had like a video I could show y'all. I'd be like, oh my gosh, like mouth drop. But 
I'm at the end of the year now and, and I'm in love with a beautiful woman. I have a great place. I'm financially stable and my mind is sound. So I, it, there, there's, there can be ups and bumps, but there can also be a happy ending. Um, and find a great therapist. I, my therapist is mm. incredible and um, she's a major key as well because you can tell them everything you can't tell someone else, right? Even in a good friend like Megs, maybe you don't want to tell your friends everything. Mm-hmm. No offense, Megs. Okay. Um, but, <laughs> I'm not but, working when I'm being a friend. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but um, those things, therapy, pets, nature, a good friend circle, chosen parents. If if you if your parents are not in your life, your blood parents, because you've chosen their lifestyle they don't agree with, I promise you there's some amazing chosen parents out there that can take you under their wings. And and don't forget to smile. God, that's cheesy too, but don't forget to smile. Don't forget <laughs> to think about even when it's really bad, and I promise y'all it got really bad for me. Um there was days where I had weeks of anxiety. I actually had to start taking medication for a time. But even in that, I still found some joy somewhere, whether it was stepping outside and breathing in fresh air or, or holding my puppy for a while. Um, find a bit of happiness in everything. Yes. And you can always find joy in Kiki's middle name. So <laughs> <laughs> if you're really, really desperate, I mean, we're scraping the bottom of the barrel there, but it, listen, when we're grasping for straws, um, <clears throat> it has been. <laughs> super, super inspiring to see just how, I mean, the fact that you are still alive period is inspiring. Um, but the way that you have navigated this year and embraced the bumps and grown and been yourself, like yourself to the max, the entire time is, um, just really inspiring. And I'm super honored to have gotten to, um, be along with you on that journey and to see what comes next, because like we said, this shit ain't over. It never is, (laughs) which is the key. So isn't it crazy Um, how it makes me think life should be, I I, I used to think if you, um, did things the perfect way, right. Organized your life the perfect way that things would just flow, but that's not true. mm -mm. Just never know month to month. You never know. Yeah. Yeah, the universe is going to slap you right smack in the face, man, over and over and be like, pay attention, wake up, figure it out. Like, I've been giving you hints for months, and yet we persist. But, um, all right, well, Kiki, thanks for coming on again, for being you literally always, and um, for being so willing to share your time, energy, and endless wisdom with everyone out there. I know everyone loves you so much, myself included. I love everybody too. (laughs) Thank you for having me, Megs. Absolutely. Anytime. I'm sure this is not the last you've heard from us folks. Um, But for today, it is. That is all we have for you today. Um, Catch us back here tomorrow for yet another episode. Until then. Keeping it queer. (laughs) You got to keep it queer out there, friends. Let's go. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Out What Now podcast today. If you enjoyed today's episode, it would mean so, so much to me if you could take the time to leave a five-star rating and review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. And if you know someone who could use the message you heard in today's episode, please, please, please share it with them so that we can get this message out to as many people as possible. Thanks so much for being you and keep it queer out there.